Ditch the fairy tale, princess. It's time to step outside the status quo and blaze your own trail. The path littered with setbacks, successes, and newfound passions. Why? Because when you break away from the script, you start to pursue a life by choice. One that is all yours. Live unscripted and rewrite your life. Sid, the famous Sid, welcome to the show. I'm so excited to have you on. I get access to you, but I want to share you with more people. I mean, secretly I don't because then maybe one day you won't have room for me, but I'm going to think big that there are enough of you to go around for everybody. And so today, honestly, you guys, you listening to this right now, it is possible to find the right help to make your life and your business enjoyable scalable, all the things. But first of all, it has to be enjoyable and fun for me or I don't want to do it. So Sid, you are that human for me. And I'm so excited to dive into today's topic all around creating realistic goals for creating a top 10% podcast. So girl, welcome to the show. Hello. Hello. I'm so excited. No, I I love when you, um, when you're like, oh, I don't want to share you with anyone. When you meet certain people who you just click with and especially in business, When you can go from thinking, oh, this person is like good technically, like I'm able to connect with them on whatever I'm selling, but then you actually just connect with the human side of things, it makes things so much easier. Me and Jess were just sitting here ranting before we got going. And at the end of it, we were both like, yeah, but we're not opinionated at all, right? You know, like not us. And I said, I go, I think sometimes I'm a little too opinionated for my own good. Like sometimes it's hard for me to listen back to my content. And I know that's true for so many people who put stuff out there and they listen to them themselves and they think I could never post that, or I could never put that kind of stuff out, or I don't want to be too polarizing because what if so-and-so hears it and then they think poorly of me or they don't like me. And that's one of those things that to even tap into what we're going to talk about today, the realistic goals for podcasting holds people back from starting their damn podcast. And I know for me, like, remember when we used to have, a, what were they called? Voice message? What were the recording machines? And you'd come home and you'd push the button. Oh yeah. A uh, voicemail, right? No, it was called something else. But anyways, I couldn't stand my voice, listening to my voice. So to think now, you know, 10, 15, 20 years later that I'd have a podcast is wild to me. And that was the first thing that was going to hold me back. And it held me back for about a year. Then the second year holding me back was I don't have enough things to say. I have no idea, you know, who would want to hear my things. My brain is like a messy purse. How will I ever be able to articulate things in a way that's going to be helpful for people? So there is proof in the pudding. You guys probably can find yourself in my story if you're listening right now thinking, "Mm, I know I've wanted to start a podcast for so long, but Maybe I don't have to have it all figured out today and that Jess and Sid are going to give me some tools to actually get out of my own way and maybe, maybe, just maybe start my damn podcast. Yes. For the audience, I run a podcast production company and we produce as a a team dozens and dozens of episodes a week. And so we love... We love an edgy podcaster because it it really hones in on the audience. It's like if you don't like edge and a little bit of sass, you will make it through approximately five minutes of any of Jess's episodes before you're like, uh, never mind. If you're if you're into sass, you're gonna stick around until the end, right? But it's I love when you said the thing about your voice. That is actually one of the top five reasons 
all of our podcasters, I've probably heard it, I'm not kidding, 75% of our podcasters have said, one of the reasons I didn't start my podcast earlier was because I don't like my voice. And I'm like, so don't listen to your episodes. Like you already say it. You already said the thing. Your opinion of your voice is actually not what matters at all whatsoever. Let your listeners decide if they want to talk to you. And I do like, I personally listen to some podcasts. One of them is How Stuff Works. One of the, I love the podcast. I'm an engineer. I love How Stuff Works. One of the hosts, I have to be in the mood for his voice. Mm. I have to have the patience for his voice. So yeah, there are definitely podcast listeners who are not going to listen to Jess because of their, her voice doesn't work for them. Guess what? Bye-bye. Right? Like not welcome here. (laughs) No shit. Well, and what's funny is we don't think about our voice other than in context like this. Like if you meet someone in person, I'm not thinking like, oh my God, my voice sounds weird. I'm just talking to them normally. And so for anybody who's getting in their own way over this one thing, when you turn on to record, just think about having a conversation with your friend or whatever. And that's where most podcast ideas stem from is you're having a really great conversation with a girlfriend and you're like, man, this would have made a great podcast episode. You're not worried about what you're wearing, what you look like or how you sound. You just wish that someone could have been a fly on the wall for that conversation because you know it was so relatable or it was the same shit that you talk about with your girlfriends all the time that you know other sets of girlfriends are talking about. And so, you know, the stigma behind having to have it all figured out to have it be perfect or polished. That's the beautiful thing about a podcast. If you don't want it to have video, don't do video. If, if you want to like change the tone of things, you totally can. So today, Sid and I are going to dive into realistic goals for creating a top 10% podcast. And then we're also going to dive into if you've already started a podcast, where can you go to, to push yourself up to that 10% bracket? Absolutely. And that's the second. So all jokes aside, people do actually genuinely not start podcasts because of their voice. They don't like the sound of it. But two of the more common and a little bit more practical reasons that people struggle with is number one, comparisonitis. What does, if I'm going to do it, I'm going to go all in. I want to be a top podcaster, but I look at these top podcasters, Joe Rogan or whatever, and I can't do that. So I'm going to fail. No, actually hitting a top 10% podcast is really realistic and we're going to walk through what that looks like and how to do it. And then the second thing you already hit on this as well, which will be on the next episode is I don't have enough to say, oh yes, you do. And we're going to teach you exactly how to have plenty of content in order to meet the standards that we're about to talk about, because I guarantee by the end of this episode or at some point in the middle, you're going to think to yourself, oh, I don't know if I can commit to blah, blah, blah. And then by the end, you're going to say, okay, actually this is feasible. And on the next episode, we'll give you the tools to really hone it in. So yeah, a top 10% podcaster, before we even like get into the actual uh, metrics and data and the real meat behind it, Jess, what do you think makes a top 10% podcaster? Well, based off my judginess of my own voice, I don't think it's totally that. The thing that that now for me I can see clearly is the consistency of the episodes that you put out, obviously the quality of the episodes. I've learned so much about what people actually want to hear from me um, and what I can actually get out of a guest to provide value for, for the listener. And then obviously, how many times do they want to hear me a week? Is it every week? Is it once a month? The structure and format can be whatever you want it to be, whatever you personally can consistently stick to. You want to build trust with people. So I feel like if people know they can listen to you once a month, if that's all you have capacity for, so be it. 
not what I recommend, but you know, for me at some points it's once a week. And I always let people know that that's what they can lean on for every Friday. I've coined the term fuck yeah Friday. It's, it's the day the podcast goes out. At one point in my business, I was doing three episodes a week. And so depending on where I'm at in business and what I want to get out into the world, I, I kind of determine like that. So I feel like those few things are what is going to set you apart from everyone else who's maybe just kind of throwing spaghetti at the wall. Absolutely. Yeah. And and I think that there's, um, not I think, I know. So, so each quarter... I coach our podcasters on what it looks like to continue to strive for a top 10% podcast because it's not actually unreachable. Obviously, any podcast platform you're on will give you data for your podcast, your downloads, things like that. And there are a couple of key metrics that I definitely want you to look at and then some of them that I do not want you to look at at all that do not really matter and that are not pivotal to becoming a top 10% podcaster. So let's start with, I love that you said consistency. Yes, that's a huge part of it. We're going to talk about that quality in not only what you're talking about, more so it's not even about what you're talking about. It's it's about what you can deliver, what nuggets your listeners are able to extract. Uh, An element of that too, of quality is how quickly they're able to extract it. Right before we got on, Jess and I were talking about how important it is to say what you're going to say within the first few minutes of a podcast and then give the explanation and the story behind it afterwards. That's part of quality. Another piece of quality is is the audio quality itself, the production of your podcast. There is a giant amount of grace that is given in podcast audio because this is not television. This is not radio. Actually, if you're a 90s baby or prior, you've definitely listened to the radio where like all of a sudden there's a 45 second pause and you hear it again and it's like they're in the middle of a sentence and they had no idea that they cut out. There's so much grace for podcasting because it's not technically like a professional, most of the time a professional edited outlet for your um, content, but quality in what you're saying and quality of the actual audio is important. The best you can learn how to properly edit your podcast gives you even more grace for whenever you want to take a walk and you're recording an episode and there's birds chirping in the background, which is near impossible to, to, to extract out of an episode. So quality. And then the other thing, consistency, quality, duration of your podcast is so, so important. No longer like all our Joe Rogan fans out there, he's a special breed, okay? And also if you're listening to his episodes from start to finish in one sitting, you are Superman or Superwoman because I can't. They're so long. That is not the status quo. We're gonna go through what good looks like for episode duration for top 10% podcasters. And then also just to slide back to that consistency piece, not only consistently pumping out content, but it's also the quantity that you're pumping out and just mentioned having done one, two, or three, or zero episodes on your podcast throughout your business in various stages. And I'm going to, my hope by the end of this is that you feel very encouraged to consistently produce episodes so that you're not taking big breaks and that you're able to put out more high quality content. So how about some like quick stats on actually what 10% looks like currently? It is January, 2023. And for this month, this is what good looks like for a top podcaster, top 10% podcaster. A top 10% podcaster gets 400 downloads per episode in the first seven days. Okay, 400. But the top 25% of podcasters get 100. 
a quarter of that. So that means if you're getting 100 plus downloads in the first seven days of an episode releasing, you are in the top 25% of podcasters. Okay, clap for yourself. Maybe we'll get a little clap noise going in right now. Okay, that's awesome. So many first-time podcasters get more than 100 downloads per seven days. Even if it takes you the first six weeks to get up to that point, that is so achievable by using SEO keywords in your title, by using SEO keywords in your show notes, by using linking. Make sure in your show notes, you're linking to your website. Make sure on your website, you're linking back to your podcast. That is it. Consistency, quality of content, quality of sound, and putting your episode out there, that's going to get you to 100 downloads in the first seven days. All of a sudden, you're a top 25% podcaster. It's not hard. No, it, it sounds simple when you put it that way. And it really breaks down like the difference between being top 25 and top 10%. Like the gap there is, is once you start to hit those 100 consistently, there's no reason why you can't get to that top 10, you know, absolutely on the same path. Okay, so what what are some ways that you coach to that help people stay consistent when they're putting out content? Do you find that people are at a whim recording when they feel like it? Or do people more or less sit down and batch content out there? Is there one way to do it? Or is it kind of what works best for you kind of like working out? I think it's a little bit of what works best for you. I personally am an accountability junkie. So run a podcast production business. The other side of my business is fractional COO and CMO. And a lot of that is just holding people accountable to getting shit done and taking their goal and mapping it out into milestones. So my biggest recommendation for staying consistent in podcasting is to get ahead. All of our podcasters at TCA stay somewhere between four to six weeks ahead. That's whether they're producing five episodes a week or one episode a week. So just allowing yourself the opportunity to get ahead allows you to have life slip in and, you know, knock you off. You're not going to be knocked off your feet. If you're an entrepreneur, you're not knocked off your feet for six weeks. Okay. You're not. You come back so fast because you're a CEO. So giving yourself some wiggle room also not only giving yourself a wiggle room, I recommend six weeks, not only is it helpful for just time management and letting life slip in, but it allows you the opportunity to strategically plan your content so that you're making sure that whatever you're launching you know, on March 1st is what you're talking about on the episode that goes out the week before, the week after, the week of. So yeah, my, just planning, just holding yourself accountable. I'd have to touch on that because if I had to go backwards where I didn't have this expertise and I hadn't listened to podcasts like this before I started, I, I just started one out of the fuck it mentality during COVID. I wish I would have been more strategic with the content I was putting out because, you know, I, I wasn't mapping out what was coming up for me in business and what I wanted, what, what episodes I would want coming out in that time. And I think if you are someone who maybe doesn't have anything to sell right now, and you're, that's not the reason why you're starting a podcast, maybe this is the first part of your new business is starting the podcast, you know, being able to freely create uh, quality stuff that is on your heart, that's kind of surrounding you. That's an okay place to start too. These are just strategies and goals to get you moving in the future if top 10% is on the list of what you wish to accomplish. So for me, I'm two years in. And so now I'm having to reverse engineer a lot of this stuff along with this rebrand that's happening. So I want you to find yourself in this anywhere that you're at. If you're still on the cusp of like, you you tapped into this episode because you're like, okay, Jessica keeps talking about podcasting. Let me go see if I can and get some quick wins on what I should be doing versus what I think I'm supposed to be doing. That's all that we're trying to give you today are just some more tools and, and support around 
how to best show up and then ways to do that, right? So I'm not going to tell you to eat one diet only and do this one workout, like find yourself and, and your version of what will work for you, because that's what's going to create consistency in your, in your podcasting or in even any content creation. And so to touch on why someone should start a podcast, I know that's one of the reasons why you even have a business. Let's give the listener just a quick you know, few takeaways of why starting a podcast is, is like maybe the move they should be making right now. Yeah. Oh, I love that question. So you've probably recognized while you're spending personal time on social media that you feel some kind of way and the way you feel while you're on social media is probably rapidly changing. It, it is so attached to your mood in that moment. It's so attached to your productivity in your day or week. It's so attached to life events that are going on in your own life and that of the, of the people you follow. And so when you're showing up on social media, you're not always in this receptive state. And, and I think if you're an entrepreneur running a primarily digital business, whether it's product-based or service-based, or if you're trying to lean on digital marketing, if you run a business that is hands-on in person, you're on social media, marketing your services, and you're actually not touching the heart of all of your followers because they're showing up in half the time, not in a receptive state. Also on social media, if you're not saying what you need to say within the first three seconds, you're getting passed by. So podcasting is the fastest growing social media platform for a while there. Like at the end of COVID, it was like flip-flopping with TikTok, which one would be fastest growing. But but podcasting is and has been for the last four or five months, the fastest growing social media, if you will, platform, digital marketing platform. And this is the place where people show up receptive. You might either be driving to work right now, maybe you're working out, maybe you even just have this on as some background noise in your workday if you're doing something super monotonous. Either way, your brain and your heart is open to receive information. And that was the intention behind social media when it started too. And that's how you feel on your best day when you're scrolling social media, but it's not how you feel every day. So Start a podcast if you run a business because this is where you're building trust with people. People clicked on, clicked play to your episode with an open mind and an open heart. And if they didn't have a fully open mind and open heart and press play on your episode, it's because they know that you can touch their mind and heart and, and they feel trust by you. So ultimately that's the, it, it's a little bit of a feminine answer, if you will, but um, mm -hmm. you know, leaning on the masculine side of things, we could go into data, but honestly the, the feminine answer there is, is the why behind a podcast. Yeah. I love that. And, you know, I'll just rattle off a few reasons why, like I tell people it's the move they should make is, you know, it helps create awareness that you even exist. So no matter where you want to pivot or move, you know, with this rebrand of going from speaking primarily to beauty entrepreneurs to moving into the new phase of unscripted, which is the name of the new podcast, I'm in a different place in my life and I'm in a different season. And it's not to say that I can't speak to those same people I spoke to before, but I'm opening up and moving through and wanting to kind of reframe what I'm speaking about. And so it, it's creating awareness that more and more people can find me through this, this modality of podcasting. Again, I'm a long form person. I love to get into conversations and I love to include anybody in those conversations. I love being a part of other people's conversations that I would have never had the opportunity to sit in a room with. And so, you know, for me, I think that's one of the key points that keeps me in the game when I'm thinking that, that first thought we talked about who wants to listen to me, you know, you will find your people by being yourself on here. And, and Sid's always such a great cheerleader for me. She's like, if people don't like your sassy tone and your, you know, straightforward, tough love approach, they're not who is supposed to listen to your show. Keep being yourself. And I love right. that. 
And it helps me connect with new people who are, are wanting and needing that same vibe support too. It helps build credibility. You build credibility by the trust factor of showing up regularly and pouring into people when they're in that flow state that she just talked about. You know, it's a great way to expand your network. I get a whole hour of Sid's time or whatever guest possibly I have on to, to bring that person into my world to then connect with you, the listener. And I've expanded my network through so many people of not knowing they even existed, but they were a guest on someone else's show or that podcaster told me about another podcaster that they love. So I always love growing my network through like referrals like that. Cause you feel like, you know, the person giving the podcast, right? You feel like you know yeah. them after 5, 10, 15, 20 minutes of spending time with them. Obviously, we talked about ways you could add value, giving people tangible tools and tips like you're getting today on this show, and then creating content that can be repurposed, which is what we're going to talk about in the next episode that we do, is creating quality content that people can't get enough of. You know, to be able to record one thing or to do one piece of content and reuse it for uh, blog posts or for audio or video separately or clips to go on social or reels or whatever the, the case may be, it allows you to like be creative and have fun. And that is the main reason why I have a podcast. I wanted a creative outlet where I could be silly and fun and be myself. Because if I can't do those things, I, I'm not here for it. That, that's the vibe. And that's the reason why like podcasting is the thing I fell in love with. And then the reason why, you know, Sid and I are creating this Start Your Damn Podcast course. So, you know, if you think that anything is impossible, listening to this again will remind you it's not. It's a lot more simple than you think. Absolutely. Yeah. And I was just, as you were saying that, I was even thinking, you know, it, it can seem kind of scary, like, oh my gosh, getting 400 downloads, for example, in the first seven days to be a top 10% podcaster. Look at the number of likes and whatever that a top 10% Instagrammer has. Okay. We're talking like thousands or tens of thousands or millions of views on a, on a reel podcasting. You're, you're touching people so deeply by what you're saying and to be of the best, especially if you take like, this is across all podcasts, especially if you have a niche. Now you just show up, say what's on your heart, say the things that you want to say to your ideal client or your ideal customer. And you get to be exposed to people who want to absorb what you have to say. And you get to do, you can do it from the top not from the bottom. Podcasting is still so new that you have the opportunity to get in early, if you will. So I love that. I love that about podcasting. Aside from just a couple more like tactical things to be a top 10% podcaster, most top 10% podcasters are recording episodes that are somewhere between 20 and 40 minutes. The sweet spot lies around uh, closer to the, the bottom of that threshold, about 25 minutes. So you don't have to get on and talk for an hour. You can say what you need to say and say it concisely. And also if you have a, a longer thought, just like what me and Jess are doing for this episode, you know, how to reach your, the, basically the, a couple of things that hold people back from starting a podcast are feeling like they're going to need to be at the top so quickly. Well, getting to the top is not hard. You can do it. And then also feeling like you don't know what to say and, and that you're not going to have enough to say. That's the, what we're going to tackle in the next episode. Instead of recording an hour and 15 minute long episode where we're going to, we're going to record two episodes that you can digest one bit of actionable um, resource at a time and not be overwhelmed. That is how you create consistent, high quality content. You give someone a little bit, a little nugget to digest, let them go and come back three days later or a week later, depending on how frequently you're posting, which moves me to the next bit of how often should you be publishing an episode? 
The data shows top 10% podcasters are releasing an episode approximately every three days. So that means most top 10% podcasts are producing at least two episodes a week. The sweet spot really is two or three episodes a week. Whether or not you do two all the time or three all the time, that's really a toss-up. But across all of our podcasters at TCA as well, we see this data matching. So people who are putting out one additional episode a week, maybe you're doing Tuesday, Thursday, or or Monday, Wednesday, or Monday, Friday, or something like that, you are growing your podcast faster. And I actually have a fun, a fun story to tell. I have a podcaster who we started at one episode a week. And she was getting somewhere around 75 to 100 downloads, again, automatically getting herself into that top 25% within the first 20 weeks or so. Okay. So that gives you an idea of like maybe how long it takes to get to being that top 10% at 20, I think is a little long. This is a particularly dry subject and the podcast evolved as she got going and, and got less dry and more humor because she started connecting with her audience and what they liked. She moved to two episodes a week and she climbed to over 200 downloads in the first seven days within about 10 more weeks after that. And then she moved to five episodes a week and has over 800 downloads in the first seven days, putting her in the top 3% of podcasters. She has had her podcast for less than 18 months. So it is so, and she has monetized her podcast through the roof at this point. So it is not hard to do it. Her episodes are 10 to 15 minute, minutes long with a guest episode thrown in there here and there to bring added value to your listeners. It's truly not unachievable. That's amazing. I know exactly who you're talking about. Shout out oh, to yeah. Shannon. Woo -woo. Love you, girl. <laughs> My girl. So funny. She still holds it against me that I told her not to start a podcast. We did a whole episode about me saying that. I said, listen, at the time, you didn't have the capacity to do it. And now you've made podcasting your thing, which is, again, why I'm obsessed with podcasting and why yes. I think it's the main feeder into whatever business you are running, want to run. And I think a lot of us get overwhelmed with the idea of like these numbers and you might think you need a big following or an established audience to start a podcast. The truth is that podcasting is literally just a brilliant tool to grow your audience from nothing. Like you, yeah. if you say your business is one thing, like, well, you use example, I was a hairdresser for years. And then I stepped into the coaching space. I did not take the time early on to create a community slash audience of people who knew knew me, really me, and started to like me and trust me and want to just hang out and do do whatever business I ended up doing, right? Whether I started slinging pencils or podcast coaching courses, you know, I didn't give them that. So you literally can start a podcast even if you have an audience of zero or you want to start fresh from scratch. So know that these numbers shouldn't be a means to intimidate you. They're just the showing you what's possible um, to, to put stuff out there. And I love that you give the example of Shannon because by dry subject, she, you know, she does taxes and she does things that aren't normally so sexy, you know, and they're not necessarily polarizing, but, you know, Shannon figured out a way to give quality, usable tools and tips on her show. And then also she is funny and she also has learned to like become that version of herself through podcasting. And she went from one episode a week to freaking five episodes. So talk about someone who didn't have the time. Cause I know she yeah. didn't is someone who created the time to make this one of the biggest money makers in her business. So I, I think we've given you guys so many great examples of, you know, the, the awesomeness that podcasting is. And if you're a girl listening to this, a female, you know, podcasting women, podcasters are still a, what 20% of the, of the market right now yeah. that's out there. We got a lot of wiggle room, you know, we got a lot of opportunity. 
Yes. So get in with the girl gang and let's do the damn thing and start your damn podcast. On the next episode with Sid and I, we're going to share with you the three steps to creating endless podcast or any content for that matter. Uh, So make sure you tune into the next episode. And if this episode felt good and you're probably starting to get a little less like, Ooh, maybe I can do this. Reach out to us. Let us know what kind of hit home for you. We'd love to chat with you. We're always on, in our DMs and on social media, but we created this episode just to to help hopefully give you permission that it doesn't have to be as big and scary as you might be making it out to. And you're probably a little bit closer to doing the damn thing than you're giving yourself credit for. So we see you. We're here with you. We are pushing through the resistance every day. Also, we have not had it all figured out, but we have each other and we got you. So uh, join our little gang because we're probably going to get Jean jackets that say something cool on the back. Oh, yes. With some sparkles. <laughs> yeah. Oh, done. <laughs> done and done. And we'll see you on the next episode of Unscripted. Creating this podcast is as much fun as it sounds, and it's not hard. You're worthy of sharing your expertise with the world. So I've broken it down so you can start your own damn podcast in four weeks or less. Head to the link in the show notes to start now.